everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. Welcome to the Horseshoe, where we're hoping for as many Big Ten only games played in this building as possible this year. I am Austin Ward. That's Spencer Holbrook. That's Jeremy Birmingham. It is the last of our position weeks. We hope you've enjoyed the whole series so far. Last but not least, everyone's favorite, the special teams. And I mean, Drew Chrisman, he's good. Uh, if you want to start with the punters, but I think generally people care about this long standing drought, punt returns and kickoff returns and why Ohio State can't seem to make up any ground on the return game. I'm not a, a scientist, but it has been 300 years since Ohio State had a punt return or a kick return for a touchdown. And that seems like too long when you're talking about a roster that is as deep and as talented as the Buckeyes are. And the one thing that just, I, and I, I, get a, I get a unique vantage point of watching the games on the field. Why can they not find a guy to just catch a darn punt? It's like, it's like Alabama with kickers. You just you can't find a guy to do it. I think the last two guys to return punts are Jalen Marshall and Jordan Hall, which just tells you everything you need to know. 2014 for punt return, uh, Jalen Marshall against Indiana, and Jordan Hall kickoff return, which I believe was in 2010. I don't understand. I mean, kickoff returns are about to be phased out entirely yeah. from college football. I don't worry it's about whatever. it. whatever. Those are whatever. A punt return with Ohio State's collection of talents, A, they should be able to catch it more fre frequently and regularly, and B, there need to be breaking some of these. I'm going to be very clear. They have their punt return. Garrett Wilson was this close That's what I was about to, to breaking about 11 of them a year ago. And then he just found a way to get tripped up after 20 yards every time. But Garrett Wilson's going to return a punt for a touchdown at some point in his career. Is it this year? I don't know. But, you know, you, you look at the guys that they've tried in that position and you just wonder, like, what is going on here? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. You put the, the most sure-handed guy out there and then he goes back and returns punts and drops the ball. Or they've put a guy out there who's been less than sure-handed in his career and continued to try it. Um, this is the part where I say I don't believe Demario McCall is the answer on special teams. This has become my off-season tradition. I know that people want it to happen. I know that he was out there on day one with Garrett Wilson, um, you know, with with Chris Olave as being an option for that as well. I don't think that they would use him in that role uh, just to protect him. He's going to play a lot more snaps at wide receiver than normal. A couple different defensive backs that have had a chance. I mean. Firm is right. Garrett Wilson is going to be the guy. I just I think there is still too much uncertainty with the you know mental makeup and the reliability of the hands for Demario McCall for him to be an option. So I know that that's a question. My answer is that it, that will not be a solution. I'm going to just say right now that sometime this week we will see that as a question of the day. So you know who I want to see back there, and 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 while we're we're just gonna this is special teams week, folks. We're just diving in. We're going crazy. Bringing it. Am I crazy? Am I, am I crazy? Give me Mookie Cooper. Okay. Give me Mookie yeah. Cooper as the second punt return guy because here's the deal. Garrett Wilson's going to be pretty important for the offense, and I don't want to see him taking any more hits than he needs to. Uh, I love you, Mookie, but I'd rather see you get hit. <laughs> um, you pay your dues on special yeah, teams. On offense, there's probably not a role for him this year if we're being completely honest. Right. But you're not going to redshirt him. No. So. you, you got to find a way to get him on the field. That's probably the best way. Uh, you know, Jamison Williams is another guy. Obviously, the speed, the, the the stride that reminds everyone of Teddy Ginn, like maybe he could break one. But, again, you have to catch the football. Yeah. And I think Mookie Cooper with his career starting as a running back and now uh, his sort of elusiveness, I think, fits really well in that spot. So I'd really like to see Mookie Cooper get a shot at doing that. Um, as sort of his niche in, in the 2020 season. I'd like to see Cam Brown as maybe an option there. I talked about his ball skills during defensive backs. I, I have another one. He might be out there. I mean, there are a lot. See, here's the deal. This is why this conversation, we have it all the time. Uh, 
every time we see a punt hit the ground or the yeah. streak continues another week, we can come up with 10 guys that we think can do it. But Ohio State has been in this weird position where, you said it's been like defense against the dark arts. These guys go back there and they suddenly lose any ability. You know, Garrett Wilson put one on the ground. C.J. Saunders has put one in the gr- on the ground in his career. These guys should never, ever be doing that. They don't drop passes yeah. in practice. They don't, you know, they don't drop ball, key balls yeah. that come their way at wide receiver. And it's just, it's so bizarre because you can come up with a, a, a wish list of these athletes they recruit and think up 10 guys that could break the streak. But some of them get chances and it doesn't work. And we kind of are just naming the most athletic guys on the roster at this point. Yeah. Well, it's special teams. Yeah, you just put somebody back there who can catch the ball. I don't care if they return a punt three yards the entire season. Put somebody back there that can catch the ball so it doesn't roll 20 yards and you start with worst field position. They don't put the ball on the ground so Rutgers can recover it and score a touchdown and inflate your defensive stats. For you. <laughs> like that, Just put somebody out there who can catch the darn ball. And I think that will solve at least half the problem. I have one more name. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention him. But go watch nine minutes of Cameron Martinez touchdowns from his senior season of high wow. school. And tell me Cam Martinez Didn't couldn't return punts. Tell me Cam Martinez couldn't return yeah, he's punts. He's going to hear about that one. Well, I mean, he's never really played defensive back in his life. So <laughs> he has returned punts and kicks and has nine-minute touchdown clip, a nine-minute touchdown-only highlight clip from his senior year of high school. Cam Martinez is another guy with the ball in his hands. He is extremely dangerous. And I think if you give him an opportunity back there, you could see him do some things. I do think part of the, the punt return thing is we always just think of the offensive guys. And you don't really ever mention the defensive guys who can do this kind of thing. But you know, maybe maybe you guys have a point. Maybe it's time to try the defensive backs in there because the wide receivers just haven't worked out. Cam Brown, Make Cam. punt returns great again. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Um, so, Drew Christman, we know he can be really good. Last year, I don't think, was going to be the finest year of his career. He thought about leaving to try his luck as a pro. Um, you know what you're going to get with him if he's locked in. That's not really – we're not going to talk about It's hard to plan a wedding. It is. It's got to be really – And maybe he was a little bit uh, distracted all year long. Plus, he had to punt, what, six times? And be a social media star. Right. Which, you know, next year he'll be able to cash in on. Not this year, unfortunately, uh, for college football players. But I guess, I mean, Blake Hobiel, he really surprised me. And Spencer knows from sitting next to me in the press box, there were two of those kicks last year where I said, uh-uh, no – there's yeah, no Austin's, way. Austin still owes me money for that kick at Northwestern. Northwestern when I, you know, I almost jumped out of the press box. I was so shocked by what we did right there. Yeah. Uh, if you get in close games, probably not going to happen in the in Big Ten season unless unless Penn State is ready for that game in October or whenever it's played. I don't see anyone in the Big Ten that can really challenge Ohio State. But if you get into a playoff and you play a Clemson or an Alabama, somebody like that, and it comes down to it, I, I now – have a lot more faith in Blake Hobbiel to deliver than I did going into last season. Yeah, I mean, I, I wrote about it last year, the day after that Northwestern game, because it didn't matter in the context of that game. But I said, what mattered is that Ryan Day proved to Blake that he trusted him to hit a big kick when he needed. And it was three weeks later when he hit a big kick against Wisconsin in the rain from 47 yards and drilled it. And I think that that was one of those moments where like, okay, that's exactly why you let him kick the ball at the end of the half uh, at Northwestern when you're up 100 points. So I, I think that, you know, as a kicker, so much of it is between the ears. And, and for Blake early in his career, there was some back issues that kind of slowed him down, but he's physically healthy. And he may not be the, the big dynamic personality that all the other guys uh, in the specialist room are, <laughs> but he's 
arguably the most important guy in that room when it comes to the Buckeyes offense and the chance to win a national title. Well, when the offense didn't have a lot of confidence because they couldn't score touchdowns against Clemson, Blake Hobby was putting kicks through and extending the lead at, you know, any bit he could. So there was some confidence there that he had in himself to make those kicks on the biggest stage in college football. So the confidence thing, like you said, it carried from the Northwestern game into that Wisconsin game through the entire rest of the season. And I think it's going to carry over into this season. Maybe they do need him in one of these games, bro. We'll see. That's special teams week for you. Hey, what about what about the long snapper? What about Jake Seibert? Yeah, there's a lot of other things we can talk about on special teams week, but let's just save it. Hey, we, we can do a long snapping we've, we've, breakdown next week. It's it's a new long snapper. That's a big deal. When you've had the same long snapper for four years? Isn't it it's the, basically the same isn't, guy. Isn't it the thumbs up? Okay, so it is... Rowan McCullough now instead of Liam McCullough. So everybody's going to keep calling him Liam. So you could just call him McCullough because that works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, he's also been long snapping his whole life. So I don't – isn't it crazy when you think about how the long – The McCullough it, dynasty? No, the M- McCullough dynasty. But, yeah, when you think about how long it's been since they've had a punt return, how long has it been since we've seen a bad snap on special teams at Ohio State? Well, it's going to be the first one of the year some now. wood somewhere to knock on? Why would you say something It's like going to be that? the first one of the year now. Berm just jinxed the no-hitter here in the horseshoe for the Buckeyes. But So mark that down from special teams preview yeah, brought to you by Byers Auto. Berm says uh, – Berm jinxed it. Uh, there will be a bad snap this year from a McCullough. It's all on him. Uh, Sorry, wow. Rowan. Glad you brought that up when I was trying to exit us out of this preview. We hope nope. you've enjoyed every part of our position previews this summer. Uh, we are doing the best we can to cover this team and hope for a full season coming. No matter what, we'll have all the coverage we can bring you at Letterman Row. That's Spencer Holbrook. That's Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next time at Letterman Row.